You're listening to As You Are, a podcast dedicated to adding more light and love to your life, wherever you are, whenever you listen. I'm Shelby, a yoga and mindfulness instructor and writer. And I'm Mikkel, a writer and a life coach. And today, welcome to our very first episode all about the worst that can happen, which sounds kind of clickbaity, but it's good. (laughs) (laughs) So when we're talking about the worst that can happen, when we consider what it is that is holding us back from who we want to be and what we want to do with our lives, our general response is that we're afraid. And with that fear, it all boils down to negative emotion, which, spoiler alert, that's the worst that can happen, Mm -hmm. is you feel a negative emotion. Not a negative emotion. hate that. I've never. (laughs) (laughs) So do you want to kind of like explain that from a physiological level? Yeah. So as human beings, we have our adrenal glands, which are so helpful and provide that fight or flight response in the body. Uh, The great thing is they're really, really good at working, sometimes too good. So we have these two types of fear and one is so essential to our survival and has aided us for the entirety of our existence as mankind. And it's that keep you alive fear, that fight or flight. This is real fear that you need when you're in an unsafe situation. Uh, If you're being chased by a bear, this is real fear. And then we have those lovely adrenals working overtime and sometimes getting stuck in a lot of fear that is keep you from living fear, which is very different from keep you alive fear. This is the kind of fear that, I don't know, might make you really scared to record your first podcast. I mean, I mean, I don't. It's a thing. (laughs) It might make you really afraid to approach social situations, and it can especially hold you back from living your dreams, whether that's starting that business, asking that person on the date, whatever it is, it's those fears of what's going to happen. But just like Mikkel said, realistically, that keep you from living fear is something we need to retrain the brain against because it's not necessary because the worst that can happen in those situations is that you feel a negative emotion. Right. And I mean, fear is a part of a wholehearted life. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times when we are stepping into courage, when we decide, Hey, like I'm going to build this business and you start. And then all of a sudden it feels really scary. Our initial reaction is like, Ooh, don't like that. Like back away, never doing that again. But really, like, we don't take the time to analyze that fear and get to know what our fear is about and why we're afraid. So, for example, like fear of failure, when we really think about it, a lot of times it's, I'm really just afraid to be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if I fail, what if I fail and, oh, I'm going to feel embarrassed. That would be horrible. People are going to know. Yeah. People are going to know that I failed. They're going to know that, like, I tried something and it didn't work out. That's just going to feel terrible. So I might as well just give up and not even do it. And that's kind of... Um, there was this cute little graphic that I saw about resilience and on one side of it had this like little broken heart with like a little bandaid and he said, Oh, that hurts so bad. I'm never doing that again. And on the other side, it had the same broken heart with the bandaid, but it said, Oh, I learned now I know what to do next time. And that's kind of that line of, yeah, of resilience of, are we going to let these fears keep us from living? Or are we going to step into the fear and recognize that? I might feel embarrassed, but like, that's the worst that can happen. Absolutely. And I think from a kind of a mindfulness perspective, if you are so afraid of feeling something, 
chances are you're already feeling it and expending so much energy just trying to keep that feeling down that you're keeping yourself stuck. So there's this really great metaphor, and actually I will credit my husband Cody to coming up with it that relates to mindfulness, where if we are continually pushing down an emotion. It's really similar to if you've ever played with like a basketball in a pool or a boogie board in a pool or anything that's supposed to float and tried to hold it underwater. You're expending so much energy and so much pressure just trying to keep this beneath the surface. And inevitably, it's going to pop up anyway, pretty violently for however hard you push down. Whereas if you were to simply allow that object to float along, to to go past, to touch you briefly, and to move along, it would pass without any energy expended from you. And the idea is that our thoughts or these negative emotions are very similar. So if I am avoiding all social situations because I have this negative core belief or this negative emotion that I don't want to feel rejected socially, I don't want to feel like I don't have friends, so I don't want to go to that party and have someone not talk to me because then I'm going to feel like I don't have friends. I am expending all of this energy avoiding a social situation and staying home. And guess what I'm going to feel anyway? That I don't have friends. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the ironic thing about trying to push these thoughts is that we actually expend more energy than we would going, experiencing the negative emotion and allowing it like a basketball or a boogie board or whatever in a pool to just bob on by when we try and hold it down. So just allowing ourselves to feel something and pass through allows us to keep moving and growing. Right. And like, that's the thing with the two different types of fears that, hey, like I might feel rejected. I might feel uncomfortable, but also like, that's not going to kill me. Like maybe a bear is going to kill me. (laughs) And like, that's helpful to have that fear. And with the other way, it's, you know, is this fear going to serve me or is it going to hold me back? And there's a quote about suffering. I want you to share that. I love that. So my favorite quote is from Thich Nhat Hanh. And I'll share him because he has great literature on this as well, if you're interested. And we'll link that in the show notes. Uh, He is a spiritual leader and peace activist. And he shares that most people, out of fear of the unknown, prefer suffering that is familiar. So it's not necessarily that going to the social situation, if we want to go back to that example, or even living your dream and starting that business is going to feel worse than not starting it and beating yourself up for not going or not doing the thing. It's that you're familiar with what it feels like to already feel bad for not doing it. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to step into the unknown. Right. And so I think it kind of goes back to this um, psychological principle of inertia where our human tendency is to remain unchanged, to do nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is like, we crave comfort as humans. We avoid discomfort at all costs. But the thing is, is like, if you're not growing, you're dying. As we hear, is that Allison that says that? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Shout out to the Allison show. But really, like, if you're not growing, you're dying. And so while it might feel comfortable to stay in the space that you're at, where's that going to take you? You know, do we really want to deal with the discomfort of trying something in? having the possibility of experiencing a negative emotion or do we want to deal with the discomfort of looking back at the end of our lives and knowing that we didn't try. We didn't try to live out our dreams just because we were so afraid of experiencing a negative emotion, which like that's part of being human, like just means we're not a robot. Mm -hmm. We have to feel all the feelings. Like that's why we're here. It teaches us. 
Right. And I think you can start to think and reframe this fear. So again, if it's keep you alive fear, if it keeps you from an unsafe situation, welcome it. If your brain is overactive and it's keeping you from living, also welcome it, but then walk through it, right? So I think we can start to develop this ability to embrace the possibility of negative emotion, kind of build it like a muscle. So I think about not exercising. I really, really enjoy moving my body, obviously. I teach yoga. Um, But before, about four years ago, I probably couldn't even have done like, this is really embarrassing to say on a podcast, but we're just showing up, like 20 lunges. That probably would have genuinely made my legs just burn. I was a string bean. I could not build muscle. And so even though my body was achy and tight and hurt all the time, it was so familiar to me. It was my home base. Mm-hmm. And so now that I know what it feels like to have fluidity and movement and strength in my body on the days that I don't exercise, I'm like, oh, this feels way worse than like exercising and getting sore. But that suffering was so familiar to me. And I think it's the same concept emotionally or psychologically with if you can just develop the muscle of understanding like staying where I'm at in this home base that I've built, if it's not the life that I want, it's keeping me from living it's not going to be worse to go and do the thing. It's actually going to be eye-opening about where I've been. Right. And I think it all comes down to what is our narrative with ourselves, Because with that home base, um, we all have moments in life where we're living in autopilot. And so it's getting to know yourself and getting to know what is your autopilot. And so for a lot of people, that's going to be super negative, negative self-talk. And that's just the norm when you go into autopilot. But the goal is to work hard to live a life where your autopilot is going to be positive and it's going to help propel you forward for those times when you are like in that motion and you're moving forward and you're chasing those dreams. You'll be able to use that fear as something to help you rather than to hinder you. Um, And there's also a quote by Elizabeth Gilbert on fear and creativity. So good. Love her. And she says, so here's my magical thinking. I decide every day that I love creativity enough to accept that fear will always come along with it. And I talk to fear all the time, speaking to it with respect, saying to it, I understand that you are fear and that is your job to be afraid. And you do your job really well. I will never ask you to go away or to be silent because you have a right to speak your own voice. And I know that you will never go away or be silent anyhow, but I need you to understand that I will always choose creativity's ideas over yours. You may join us on this journey, and I know that you will, but you do not get to choose the direction in which we will walk, and you will not stop me and creativity from making plans and decisions together. And then onward we march, me walking right beside creativity and fear, who are enmeshed forever, limping along, definitely a little weird looking, but forever advancing despite each other. I think it's such a beautiful quote because it's this idea that like, if you have that thinking... You can go forward with the knowledge and let it empower you that if, hey, the worst that's going to happen is that I'm going to experience a negative emotion, what do I actually have to lose? Right. And like actually coming to the knowledge that these people that you see who are successful, who have chased their dreams, who have made these accomplishments, they're not a different breed of human that are fearless. (laughs) You know, like they feel that fear too, Mm -hmm. but they made the choice to feel the fear and do it anyway, to walk with creativity and fear hand in hand. But just knowing that, you know, fear takes the back seat. I don't let it dictate where we go. 
Fear doesn't get to choose the music. Fear is just there. Yes. Amen. I love that. I think for me, it's such a good reminder. And Mikkel and I have kind of talked about this throughout our friendship, but you see people doing these amazing things, or even you see that mom you want to be, or that friend you want to be, or that wife you want to be. And the only difference between you and who you dream of being or who you want to be is showing up as you are. So the only difference between you and those people is they feel all the same fears, all the same hesitation that you do, but they keep showing up. They don't let fear dictate or stop. They take a minute and they differentiate. Okay, is this an actual bear or is this a metaphorical bear? Is this just something that's keeping me from living rather than keeping me alive? And I think when you differentiate that and you can start to just show up as you are scared to death, even if that's true, (laughs) and just doing it. And if it's a negative experience, trusting like that darling resilience illustration that you described, that it's not going to be a negative experience every time. And if it is, it builds on itself and it learns and it propels you forward. It's the staircase to the person that you already are Mm -hmm. and have potential to be if you just show up and don't let fear stand in the way. Yeah, I love that so much. And I think just when you might be feeling stuck with fear holding you back, you can ask yourself different questions. You can analyze where you're at. So, you know, ask yourself, am I willing to feel uncomfortable in exchange for the kind of life I desire to live? You know, am I willing to fill this fear in order to accomplish this goal? Am I willing to walk with fear? And even just going to... Um, this beautiful question that I love and it's in a life coaching book all about dream barriers. And it says, you have permission today to dream without worrying about how things will turn out. Assume that you'll make the right adjustments along the way and everything will work out. So given that, what would you like to do or be someday? So just asking yourself these questions, seeing where you're at and getting to know your fears and also like, not being afraid to feel them. It's okay to feel afraid, but the difference in living the life that you truly want to live and being stuck and afraid is like, what are you going to do with that fear? How are you going to use that as a benefit to yourself? How are you going to use that to propel yourself forward rather than hold yourself back? Absolutely. And remembering that we expend Going back to that pool metaphor, that basketball or that object that needs to float, that we're pushing beneath the surface, you only have a certain amount of energy. Everyone has the same. I know some people think that that person must have so much more energy than me, but the difference is where we spend our energy. You have enough energy to live the life that you want to live, but where are you spending that energy? Are you expending all of your energy keeping that below the surface because you just don't want to see it? You just don't want to feel it? Or can you allow that emotion, if it comes, to rise, to pass by, and your energy can go to living the life and being the person you already know you can be today? Our invitation to you this week is to differentiate. When you feel fear or hesitation, Is this intuition keep you alive fear or is this keep you from living fear? Because there is a difference. You can lean into the possibility that your energy can be better spent rather than fearing the negative emotion, embracing the situation, feeling it, 
making the call, sending the text, taking action to live your dreams. Right, because if we are to create a rich and meaningful life for ourselves, full of these chase dreams and continued evolution into the best version of ourselves, we have to be willing to experience discomfort. Discomfort is that key to being the version of ourselves that does exist, but needs a little help along the way. And so just know that the fear you have that if you chase your dreams and fail, that fear that comes down to the fear of feeling a negative emotion that might be experienced a failure, it's okay. Like you might fail, but that's part of life. That's why we're here on this earth is we fail and we learn and we grow. Negative emotion is the worst that can happen. So go forward with that knowledge and let it empower you. Because if the worst that can happen is experiencing a negative emotion, then what do you have to lose? So again, our invitation to you is to use that fear as information rather than an excuse. Remember, fear is a part of a wholehearted life. So this week, whether you make that call that you've been putting off, whether you send the text, whether you take action, whether you decide I'm actually going to live this dream, whatever the dream is, whether it's having the courage to go to book club or having the courage to start your business, whatever it is, Acknowledging fear, like Mikkel said, putting fear in the back seat. Fear doesn't get to choose the music and moving forward so that you can have the life that you want to live and experience the best that's possible despite the worst that can happen. Thank you so much for tuning in to our very first episode. We hope that you'll remember that you are already enough exactly as you are. <laughs>